Hey everyone, this is just a PSA. The NBA Finals are happening right now. That's what this episode is about, but if the game's on, you should watch that instead. Enjoy! Welcome to Dinner with Pop, the podcast where we two basketball fans learn everything we can about the past, present, and future of basketball in order to impress our dream dinner date, food and wine connoisseur and five-time NBA champ, Coach Greg Popovich. I'm Reed O'Connor, and this is my co-host, Isaac Benavidez. Hello, Reed. Hello. This is a professional podcast with a professional introduction. Yeah, I uh, tried to go off the rails last time we tried this. and um, Invited too much chaos. It did. Our second take. We recorded a whole podcast, and then it was too chaotic, and we scrapped it. I've learned to behave myself in the intros now. It's not true. We only recorded two minutes, and then my dog started barking. So here we are. Take two. What's up? You know, not a lot. I got a pop news alert for you. Ooh. Greg Popovich. You know, it's nice in the news. To, uh, yeah, I feel like he hasn't been in the news in a while. So to hear this stuff is really exciting to me. But what do you got? Yeah, Spurs have been out, but he is coaching Team USA, taking over for Coach K. He's the new head coach of Team USA as of last year, a couple years ago. Yeah, he's, he was coaching the uh, national team during like the FIBA World Cup. That's what I thought. Yeah, and uh, they didn't really they like I think they kind of underperformed because they had a lack of high level star talent. Yeah, star talent on the team, and so I think I don't know. I feel kind of iffy about it because I feel like a lot of that blame went to Pop. Right. It was like him being like a bad coach, but it just seemed like the talent just wasn't there. Right. But now they got Durant, they got Damian Lillard, they got Kevin Love. Maybe he was there before. I don't know. Yeah, and how'd that work out? They lost to Nigeria, 90-87. Nigeria shot 20 for 42 from three. And this is only Team USA's third exhibition loss since NBA players were allowed to play for Team USA in 1992. Like, since the Dream Team. It's only the third time they've lost an exhibition game. Uh, do you know, like, the history of this? If, like... They were like, did they have like uh, NCAA players or like college players to play this? That's what I assumed. I assumed it was like amateur level athletes. Yeah. Um, I didn't look into it too far, Mm -hmm. but it must have been like NCAA caliber players, maybe before they, you know, entered into the draft or whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. And Pop seems like he has a losing record so far in uh, world basketball. Yeah. It's not great. He said, he was quoted as saying, in a way, I'm kind of glad it happened. That means nothing if we don't learn from it. Hmm. Uh, do you think this affects their chances at Olympic gold? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure what the like world basketballs like like playing field looks like, but it seems like teams have just been getting better because I think basketball is becoming more of like a global sport at right. this time, and so I think people are getting good and like we're, we're, like there's so many like international players like in the NBA now that it's right. Like, the, the Nigeria team had. Uh, precious, precious Achua, mm-hmm. a couple NBA players. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, the team that they have for like Team USA is like should be like just really good at this point because like their starting five, I think, is like Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Kevin Durant, Bam Adebayo, and you know who the other guy is? I don't know. Um, Kevin Love. I don't know. I keep saying no, Kevin Love. I don't think it is, but uh, you know, four out of four out of five isn't bad. No, I got to look it up. Um, but and then uh, Devin Booker's going to play or not going to play now that they're in the finals. I think he. I think I read something. He's going to play. Starting off strong on my like bringing research to the table, but then also just asking a lot of questions, which is no, kind of the vibe of this podcast. I saw a report that was saying that he was going to like jump from like. I think if the finals were to go seven games, it would be done July twenty second, and the, I think the Olympics start on the twenty fifth. 
So yeah. Anaki would go to straight to Tokyo. Yeah, pretty much to like just hopefully go from two championships in a row. But I think US the USA should win. Have you ever seen like Olympic basketball before? No, but I'm excited to get into it this year. I mean, I think we'll definitely I think we said on an earlier episode and we've definitely talked about privately that we're going to definitely do some Olympics episodes, if not at least one Olympic yeah. basketball episode. I'm uh, excited to like sink my teeth into that. Jason Tatum was the other guy. Oh, OK, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So when I watched them play, I think Kevin Durant, they were playing in Brazil. I think it was was, was it in Rio where the last Olympics was or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they I think they, they, they won gold, but it was just like really like wild to see like the like levels of basketball that there is to like just like the game and like Kevin Durant out there is just really just just the best player in the world most of the time. Yeah. But, um, you know, I really hope uh, for Pop's, like, legacy that uh, he doesn't uh, mess this up because then we might have to do, like, uh, dinner with, like, whoever the Nigerian coach is, <laughs> um, who I think it's Mike Brown or something like that. Like, oh, is uh, really? Yeah, I think so. Um, but I was trying with all my might, which isn't much, to try to figure out where Team USA had dinner last night after mm-hmm. their loss. I it's good. Couldn't uh, find anything. I really appreciate the... Uh, you looking out, you trying to figure out that information. Yeah, to I was like us searching Twitter. Podcast. I checked like rumor sites, like gossip sites. Do you know where they're playing? I know this is a lot to throw at you. They're playing, they played at Mandalay Bay last night. Oh, so they're like just in Vegas? They're in Vegas. That's where like the uh, training campus. Okay. Yeah. And nothing? You couldn't find anything? I couldn't find anything. Anything to went to a buffet or something? I Are buffets open? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. Vegas kind of seems like a lawless land at this point. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess. One of the part way. of the attraction of playing for Team USA right now is like, you get to play for Pop, you get to play with all these like all-star caliber players, mm-hmm. and then also you get to chill in Vegas for a couple weeks. Uh, with, your limited, with your limited knowledge of like the world basketball stuff, do you think uh, the U.S. can... Win the gold. I think so. I mean, I feel like they have the highest yeah. like, density of stars for sure. Will you? I think uh, the other teams are like, uh, I know Luca's bringing. Uh, Slovenia. Mm-hmm. Patty Mills is going to carry Team Australia to the top. Yeah. That's. Uh, I, I love think, seeing that. I love seeing stuff like that. Like the international NBA players return to their home countries and, you know. Yeah. Uh, light, stuff, light, Pat- light, light up the court. Patty Mills is, uh, I think he's like FIBA. Like. FIBA patty or something like that, just because like he always he's just, better. Yes, he, he he's like better wearing like the Australian national team jerseys. Well, do you think that's because he gets more like looks and stuff because he's he's not playing with other NBA caliber players? Listen, I'm not here to question uh, Pop's rotations in the season, and maybe yeah, he pretty, I mean yep. yeah, he he just gets to shoot three from like <laughs> wherever when he's probably playing with that team. Good old Patty Mel. Uh, do you think you're gonna feel like some sort of like national pride if like USA wins this thing? Yeah, I don't know if national pride is like a, a good look to have at this moment. Mm-hmm. I guess we're doing like a little bit better than we were doing a little bit ago, but things aren't going so hot. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. I'll be proud of that team. I'll be proud of pop. Yeah, I guess we're I guess we're um, team pop. Yeah, team pop team. Those jerseys look cool. We're on the United States of pop. Uh, So, Isaac. Yes, sir. What have you done for Pop lately? What have you done to get us closer <laughs> to having dinner with Pop? You know what I was thinking about? I think that, like, I guess maybe in season two or something of this, that we should probably just, like, alternate so that, like... I, I was saying that last week, yeah, and then yeah. every week you're like, I don't know, I'm taking it. I yeah, want to do I, this I, one. I think you just get to it first. I think it's because it's so easy to just, like, find something. It is very silly. Like, it's very fun. That's why I want to do it. 
Yeah, you can do it because uh, now I think I mean, now I think we're getting into like a little bit more like we're running out of like things where it's like first impression things and like just very like easy basic level stuff. Well, so see, the, if I had found where they had dinner last night, that was going to be my I see my yeah. thing where I had been like I've you know this you is, get it. This is how you get into like um, journalism, and you're you're, you're going to like be like on a Zoom call with like other like uh, journalists, and you're going to just ask like Pop, just out of curiosity, where'd y'all eat last night? Yeah, and then you bring that back to the podcast, and that's how we kind of get. And this then Pop's going to be like, I'm not telling you. Stop <laughs> asking this. Are you stalking me? You would make such like an impression though, like if you're just like the guy who just who just asked about the, the, food. like the food reporter. Yeah, man. Maybe that's my my next like career move is like pitch eater or something like I want to put me on the San Antonio Spurs beat, but it's just to figure out where Coach Popovich is having dinner. You can do. I mean, yeah, I, I think it's so. I mean, I don't know how realistic you want you want to do this or really you want to do it, but I think like you could. Like, there could be like a small little thing for you just to get noticed by Pop, and because I'm sure like he knows like the just like random beat reporters of like San Antonio and stuff. I'm gonna email eater. Good. I'm glad. LA Times food. I'm going to pitch it to some people. I can't wait to hear the the results of this. In it, it could be an Olympics tie-in. You like uh, talk about where he's eating in Tokyo. If he's allowed to eat different places, maybe they're going to have him quarantined in like the, you know, Olympic Village or whatever. One of the guys from um, No Dunks, like uh, when they had the, like the Australian, I guess, I guess it was the FIFA World Cup. They had it over there. Uh, he's Australian. And he asked uh, Pop during like a question, like where, where's like a good place? Like, what kind of wine would you like prefer to have like in Australia or something? What would you want to eat in Australia? And he seemed really tickled by the question and like answered it like genuinely, like gave him like a, like an answer about it. And um, so this is my next career. Yeah. Uh, but to answer your question about what I've done for pop lately, um, and uh, I guess it might be my last time doing this for a little bit, but <laughs> I wanted to um, figure out what to bring, what uh, proper host gift etiquette was. Uh, I don't really know if we're going to be like at a restaurant with him or we're going to be invited to his home to do this stuff. That'd but be huge. It would be huge. But in the event that that happens, I looked up. Just this question I googled hostgiftetiquette.com and I got uh, redirected to thespruce.com, a very wonderful website. And the article was proper hosting hostess gift etiquette. And I compiled five things that they say are good things to bring at like a event for like this thing. Okay. And it's like a housewarming kind of thing. So I don't really know if that's like that might be relevant, but it's the closest thing that was like. Sure. Sure. So we've never been to Pop's. We didn't go to Pop's housewarming at his house. <laughs> yeah, Maybe no, we'll I, go I to guess, his next one. Yeah. But like since we weren't there, we got to make up for it. We got to get him a housewarming gift. OK, so I'm going to give you five of these things that was on the list. And I would like for you or ask for us to kind of like figure out what two things we would take to. Yeah, we got to bring one. Yeah. So on the list was a bouquet of flowers in a vase. Oh, in a vase. Yeah, in a vase is very. It was. It was. It was in the list. On the list. It's a little extra. Uh, bottles of wine. Oh, okay. Bottles. Bottles. Wow. Uh, guest soaps. Now, what's a guest soap? What's how does that differentiate itself from a regular soap? I don't know. Okay. But it seems like more you, fragrant. You, Your guests smell bad. Should we just bring him like a 12 pack of, of like ivory soap or something and then just be like, you, Dove. you know what to do? <laughs> yeah, you know what to do with this. Hey, big man. <laughs> I know you have guests. Well, if we're the guests, are these just soaps for us? <laughs> hey, we brought our own soap. We heard that was a cool thing to do. <laughs> you got towels though, right? I brought like, Myers Clean Day. Is that the... Uh, it's like a fancier Is that soap. the eco-friendly stuff? I suppose. Uh, okay, moving on. We got coffee table book. All right. 
kind of wild. Like, like we're supposed to like, like what's he into? I don't know. Like a wine coffee table book, coffee table book about wine. Uh, we should bring him like a, like an air force book. Whoa. Is that, do you think he's proud of his time in the air force? I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just wonder if that brings up complicated memories or something. It might. Honestly, I don't don't really know what a service on time looked like. Um, And finally, tickets to a movie or event. (laughs) (laughs) Tickets to. What's up, Pop? We got you two tickets to Black Widow. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen it yet, but. And I also brought you uh, just my uh, my Disney Plus login information (laughs) in case you don't want to have to go out and just spend the night in. Yeah, you can get the premiere access. You, You deserve it. We'll, we'll dish out thirty dollars for you. We're good for it. Uh, so yeah, out of these five, what do you think? What do you think you'd be most likely to bring? I like the coffee table book idea. I feel like it's a big. Uh, there's a lot of room to play around in this space. Mm-hmm. Get them one about like restaurants. Yeah. About like wine. Yeah. You know, I don't know Italian photography. Do you think he'd appreciate kind of like a, like a wacky selection? Maybe. Like um, like a dinosaur book or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like 50s movie posters or something yeah. or like something like that. Or like uh, like an autopsy report of like uh, um, like the art of Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like the autopsy report of the Star Wars. <laughs> the art of Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, I think that would be good. Um, something real left field. What about you? I think I mean, because you chose coffee table book i think the only one that's more interesting than that is the tickets to a movie or event <laughs> now which movie event you're getting black widow uh tickets to a movie or event would it be possible to get him like um spongebob the musical yeah the musical or something like that and i had tickets to the spongebob musical i know in la that were for like march 26 2020 and i remember like everything shut down yeah on like the 12th or 13th or whatever and we were like holding out hope. We we're like, maybe this is all over in two weeks. Yeah, this show will be SpongeBob. Yeah, this show will be done in April. Well, the tickets were for March, so we're just like, I was really counting on two weeks. Oh, yeah. so we're like the thirteenth until like the, the, my only hope was if it was like yeah. literal two week shutdown, and then they're like, all right, everyone, go see your SpongeBob musicals. Yeah, and then nothing happened. Nothing happened. Didn't get. I think we got a refund. Oh, you did. I think it's like available on Amazon Prime or something too. So to watch it, yeah. That really sucks. It's a bummer. I want to go see the SpongeBob musical. I earnestly wanted to see it. Not even to like make fun of it. I just thought it'd be fun. Um, do you think if I got him tickets to Hamilton that he would look down on me? Probably, yeah. Okay. Just wanted to get your take on Hamilton. <laughs> I'm, I, you know what? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> okay. So that's fine. But, uh, you know, Pop, if you're listening to this, I know you are. And if you have hot takes about Hamilton... Let us know at dinner. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think um, I think this gets us one step closer to at least uh, impressing him. Yes. I think uh, that's all. That's what we're all about. We got to like that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. We got to like make that good impression on him. This is literally like just like like we're, we're reading like a, how to be a good guest for dummies. Yeah. Book, and we're just going to show I mean, up. With we just need like, <laughs> I guess so. But we're going to show up just like being like way over prepared. And we're not going to let him speak. <laughs> we're going to like tuxedos. Yeah. <laughs> So, Pop, what do you think? That's amazing. I think that's really awesome. What about wow, have you heard about uh, the global warming situation? It's really fucked up, huh? It's really hot. Uh, <laughs> it's really hot. Are you sweating in your tux? You're not wearing a tux? What do you mean? <laughs> do you think your generation is responsible for the downfall of society? Well, are you willing to take responsibility for this? Are you proud of your time in the Air Force? <laughs> it's like... Uh, what do you think about the American military complex? <laughs> so, SpongeBob, huh? 
<laughs> it's a good one. Trust me, I saw it on Amazon Prime. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool. Um, do we normally take a break now? You know, we've done this for two months now. No, can't no idea. All right, let's roll right in. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get into the um, so uh, thing of the week. Yeah, yeah. This week's special, the topic of the week. We pattern our show after a nice dinner. I always say this for the first time listeners. Maybe we don't have any first time listeners this week. Who knows? Maybe you, everyone who's heard this is like, we get it. We know how your podcast works. Anyway, it's called This Week Special, and this is what we're talking about this week. It's the NBA Finals. Heard of them? They're going on now. Game through the Finals is tonight. We're recording this on Sunday, July 11th. Yeah. Uh, the series right now is Milwaukee is down 0-2. Yeah. Uh, the Suns are up 2-0, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, and I guess the big question is, is this going to be a sweep? What do you think in your heart of hearts? Okay. I was going to say it was going to be a sweep. Mm-hmm. This morning, did you see this? They announced no. the referee for game three is Scott Foster. Oh, right, right. Scott yeah. Foster, while Chris Paul is playing, Chris Paul has lost every in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Chris Paul's team has lost every, he's 0-11. Are you serious? Yeah. Like every time Scott Foster refed a Suns game during this playoffs, but Chris Paul was out for that and game. And they won. And they won. The Suns won. So... And I, I, there's like a storied past between these two kind of getting into it. Right. Like, um, he like Chris Paul got like emotional after the game seven loss between the Thunder and the Rockets or something. Oh, that was the, the Thunder. Yeah. Uh huh. And I don't know. Uh, just he, like, it was Scott Foster. He, he criticized game. him. Right. And then he yeah. got fined or something like that. Probably. It's like, I don't know why. Um, yeah. And there was a during the playoffs this year, he kept referring to that 11 stat several times during a press conference. Is that true? I didn't know any of this. Yeah. So, so that's that's the story that's coming out this morning. Is that he was Scott Foster was trending on Twitter today. Try to stay off, but I was trying to do my restaurant research. Yeah. And I so I searched Twitter. Um, but that's where I saw this. Scott Foster is uh he was trending because people think that uh it's gonna affect it affected the uh Vegas odds for the game. It did? Yeah. Bucks this are now just, this was just announced this morning. This was announced at nine AM this morning. Wow. And the Bucks are now Slightly more favored than they were. Not uh, because of Giannis, not because of Drew Holly, but because of Scott Foster yes. being the ref. Yes. Uh, Scott Foster, kind of an asshole, I yeah. guess. His face, he looks like an asshole. He's, he's, he puts on the ref show, you know? You know, it's uh, just, just a quick aside. Right. Uh, who do you think is a uh, bigger uh, jerk, you think? Scott Foster or Chris Paul? You don't have to answer, uh, but I'll answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think Scott Foster probably is. I was going to say Scott Foster, but it is a tough question. Chris Paul is like, I don't know how to describe Chris Paul because I do like him. Yeah. I think he is also like, God, he'd be like your most annoying coworker or something where you're like, man, you do a great job. I'm happier here, but can you shut up? Can you stop like telling the boss that like he gave us too much overtime or something? You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I res- too much overtime pay, not too much overtime. If you get if it's too many overtime hours, I would also complain. But <laughs> but I want the overtime pay. I think Chris Paul is obviously a very good basket player, basketball player. I would love to see. So him let's like, just start calling it basket, like the French or something. <laughs> I think sure. they just call it basket. Is that they do? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that sounds stupid. <laughs> um, I think Chris Paul is like he's like a good basketball player, obviously, and probably the best point guard. And he uh, the only thing is he makes it so difficult to like root for him because he'll like he'll get up to this kind of like um, 
I don't know, like teacher's pet kind of like he has like kind of like energy where he wants to like, I don't know, like he, he man, manipulates all the rules in his favor and he's right. kind of like an asshole about it. And he's like, I don't know, like he's like he's likable, but then he's just also kind of like not likable. He's always like begging for fouls on the other team, that yeah. kind of thing, like which everyone does now. But the way he does it seems particularly grating. Yeah. Also, he's like the head of the Players Association. And he's bad at it. So we've heard and so we've read and. Well, he, yeah, he said, so everyone was complaining about the short rest between seasons this year after the bubble and before the season started. And Chris Paul said that, like, everyone had just as much say as me, uh, the head of the Players Association, when we made the decision to have a short offseason. I was like, I'm sorry. I think if you're the head of the Players Association, you have a little bit more say and should be listening to people's complaints more openly than that. Yeah. And he's going to he's going to award himself an NBA Finals ring and the mvp trophy probably this the players association picks those no but he's just gonna he's gonna he's handed himself the champion championship based on like scheduling and things like that yeah that's like oh i see that's tinfoil hat stuff but um you know uh best of luck to the suns tonight uh chris paul good on you i hope he wins tonight actually i don't i want to see a good series actually yeah i would like to see a good series too um i just don't want it to be because of stupid ref stuff it just doesn't seem it feels like the suns team is really outplaying the bucks i don't know are you rooting for the suns i was i think as like a neutral fan i was because i do like the suns team i like chris paul and i like devin booker and mm-hmm. i like um Aiden and I like I like the whole team pretty much yeah it's pretty it's like a pretty likable team yeah and they're kind of got an underdog vibe Phoenix has never won a championship and I always like that kind of thing uh-huh. but as it, they become like more of a steamroller team it feels less fun to root for them and it feels more I don't know it's like as a neutral fan I just want a good series like you said uh-huh. and so it feels to like cape for the Suns when they're just like destroying Giannis who I like a lot I don't know. I um, I said to people that if Chris Paul won the NBA finals, because I thought there was no way they were going to beat the Lakers. Yeah. Like most people did, I think. Right. And I was telling people that I would cry for Chris Paul if he if he actually won the championship. Do you think you will? No. Yeah. Now, now that we've gotten closer to it, it's like, you know, I'll be happy for Chris Paul, but it's. No, I'll um, be happy for him, too. And um, oh, fun stat about this finals, actually, is that no one. In this finals, no player has won a championship before. Oh, good. And that's the first time that's happened since 1971. Wow. Isn't that nuts? It's crazy that you say that you don't do any research, but you come back with like, I'm not, I'm not going to fact check any of these dates. No, that's true. I saw it on NBC Sports. Um, it's, I mean, it's not, I don't do no research. It's like I do research up and do a point and I learn these facts and stuff. And then I like fall off a cliff when it's not something I've already read. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, in our uh, recording that we had to scrap because my dog was barking, I couldn't remember how many NBA teams, how many NBA teams there are. So yeah, um, no one's perfect. I just want to go back really quickly to Scott Foster, and I had a question for you. Yeah, um, just because I asked who is a bigger jerk, you think? Um, do you think that Scott Foster could act any better than Chris Paul does in the State Farm commercials? No. Okay. I think Chris Paul's Chris Paul does a great job in those commercials. You think so? I think so. I think this is I don't know. This is I don't want to be mean or whatever, but in the one with Sabrina uh Inescu. Inescu, whose name I always forget how to pronounce. I always yeah. say like not I always want to say skew, not skew. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> I think she she is not holding her own. <laughs> no, in, in that commercial I uh I noticed that she I does. love her as a player, to no, be yeah, clear. She's my she's my, she's she's one of my favorites. 
Uh, but I also like that, like when she's acting, like she's clearly like reading lines, but she also does like, she just does like these very like jerky moments where she'll be like, who's that? Yeah. And I'm my, I'm like, what am I doing right now when I do this? I'm, You're I'm like jerking your neck back as yeah, you say the and line. It's like I'm just kind of like with my my dead arms and I'm like, Chris Paul? Yeah. I mean, no, this is a, I don't know. This feels mean. I don't like being uh, saying anything negative about anyone on the podcast, weirdly. Unless okay. they, I feel like they deserve it. But she, I don't so think she's a good I'm, actor to you then. No. Okay. <laughs> she's a bad actor, but I'm probably a bad actor. I think Chris Paul's a bad actor. I think, you, yes, I don't think he's good. None of us are good. No. I don't think Chris Paul is good. I just think he has a, a lot more practice than, uh, Ionescu. Uh, okay, I will. Um, just because I was negative, I'll, I will say two positive. You're allowed to be negative. I, I'll say no, no. It, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I should be negative, but I'll, I'll say two positive things about the line deliveries for both Chris Paul and Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. Chris Paul, I love when he goes Jake from State Farm, like yeah. in that tone. I think it's very like because they're not they're not actors, and it's fine to like pick yeah. at them because they're not actors. That's like fair. LeBron's not going to be good in Space Jam either, but he's going to be just like. What, what in the, the Matrix hell? Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Serena Ionescu, I like that she does that like jerky thing because I don't think I do any better of a job yeah. at acting. And I'm, I'm probably way more awkward than she is. Also, she's like she's like 20, like something. Yeah. I mean, you put if you put me a non-professional actor in front of a camera and for, like to be on a national commercial, I'd be nervous and awkward and weird. Yeah. Uh, goes to show Chris Paul is still still awkward. James Harden. We're going to figure out when the Liberty is coming to town. Um, yeah, we have to. Uh, so just one last uh, question for you, since this is kind of just like our final special. And then I, maybe by the next time we're done recording, we might have an N- NBA champion for this season. That's true. Uh, who do you think wins the series and how many games? Uh, I think Suns in five. I think the Scott Foster factor is going <laughs> to swing things tonight. And then I think the Suns will wrap it up. You think so? You don't think the home home field advantage is going to really play a factor in anything? I don't. I mean, I don't want to be right. I want it to yeah. go seven, and I want it to be thrilling, and I want like it to be scored one by like a buzzer beater by Chris Paul in overtime in second overtime uh, in game seven. But yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be Suns in five. Oh, mama! My brother and my dad both think Suns in four, but I don't know about the Scott Foster nonsense. Maybe they do. I think that the series will probably end in six because I think Milwaukee be, can win these two home games. Okay. I think I think we'll probably see like very like um, superstar level types of performances from Giannis. I'd love to see it. I'd uh, love for you to be right. Give me give me Giannis dropping fifty. And I think we're what we're going to get out of this series is a lot of Giannis needs help takes. I think that's right. And I think we're already getting them, too. Hear me out. What's up? Damien Lillard to Milwaukee. Well, we'll see. It's not going to happen. Let's make the case. Um, I wanted to revisit some notable moments from these past two games for the finals, just because it's uh, we're talking about these finals right now. And I sure. just want to like, I don't know if you know about these things or seen them, but I just want to discuss them with you briefly. Um, so we talked about Giannis a couple weeks ago, his free throw technique and people counting down and right. we asked if we're, this is going to keep going. And I said, sure yes. enough, yeah. sure enough, everyone's doing it now. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to go into the regular season next year. I think I said that on the, on the episode about it, but I think like Giannis comes to your city. This is exactly the same thing I said, but I'm going to say it again. Giannis comes to Oklahoma city or whatever. You saw it happen <laughs> on TV. You're going to start counting during the free throws. Yeah, I think this dude really needs to get into the gym and kind of like just 
shorten that time. Yeah. Because I think players are just going to really, I guess that's that's just going to keep happening forever now until he gets faster at it. And because it's, you know, it's fun to like count. I'm sure it Mm -hmm. is fun to do the count, but I think like, uh, at some point, he's going to just have to, like, just, like, just throw them out there as fast as possible so that people are just like, one, two, and... That's yeah, it. exactly. Because like, th- this is this might be one of those, like, this might be, like, the uh, hack-a-shack type of thing for, like, just the thing to get them, like, out of their rhythm. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... Um, and he's not that good of a free-throw shooter that, like, you could be successful in, like, those, like, counting down things. But, you know, we were right. You were right. What can I say? I am becoming an expert NBA analyst and food journalist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Let me ask you a question. Do you think these Suns fans are like all on psychedelics or on I, drugs? I saw this. I saw you had this question written in the notes. Yeah. And going on gut instinct, no research, and also what I think is the funniest answer: yes. Yeah. Have you? You. What do you mean by this? Where, 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 where's your head at with this? Just like they're wild. Did you see that that clip of that white guy with like the purple bandana, like just like kind of floating in space? Like, (laughs) like they cut to him, he was just kind of like just like wind was blowing through his body, and he was just he was like air for like that like second. No, I don't think I saw this. And like like, all all these on Twitter or something. Yeah, but it was during the game. I'm like, sure it was during the they, game. They I got, just think I like I zone out during those like crowd shots. Well, that's the part where you, that's that's why you're supposed to just keep an eye on the crowd because everyone's like losing their shit. Like everyone's like I have seen like my brother is here in town. He appeared on the podcast last week. He goes to the University of Arizona and he's pointed at some dudes and be like, "That's a classic Arizona dude." And yeah, and they're all like headbanging and like they're all just like, like wearing long like, blonde hair. Yeah, and like tie dye shirts. People are just like really like flipping out over there. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that was like the vibe in like Brooklyn or like Atlanta, even like Phoenix hasn't been to the finals since 93. So are these fans on ayahuasca or something? I don't know. You think they're like pumping it into the stadium? (laughs) No. Just on the, just in the seats. I I don't think they're checking everybody's pockets. That's (laughs) what I think is happening because that guy that they showed was just clearly just in another zone like he was just really like i feel like we're underestimating like the feeling of a your local team being in the finals when you're like in the smaller market Mm -hmm. and your team is like you're not counted on to win or do well at all like this this is my feelings with the 2017 houston astros world Mm -hmm. series run was i was just like i mean houston's not a small market but they're not like a flashy market Mm -hmm. And I was just thrilled out of my mind that it was happening. Yeah. And then that compounded with not having been outside their houses. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the stuff was more loosey goosey in Arizona, but not being outside of their houses for like a year and a half. Yeah. I think these people are like within their rights to lose their mind. I think it is fun to say they're on psychedelics, but mm. I think they're just like, this isn't a fun answer. I'm sorry. I'm not like rolling with the bit. But I, need, no, I don't even think it's a bit. I think you need to look at this photo of this man. I, I mean, I'm I'm saying maybe the like <laughs> the effects of those two psychological phenomenon are enough to like make that guy feel like he's on psychedelics. Um, you know, I'm going to push back on this because I don't know that I would ever react like that in front of a camera. <laughs> like even as even if I was at a Spurs like game seven and they were like up like 30, I don't even think in my wildest dreams I would look like I was like tripping out or something like that. Like I love like sports. I get mad at sports. I get I love I fall in love with it. I don't know. 
I really think that these players are really just like, and it's, it's it's fine, obviously, for them to be like the players or the fans, the fans, I yeah. guess. And uh, it's uh, it's totally fine to be like on drugs. I would I would I would love to be, um, <laughs> but you know, it's uh, I think at the very least that that one white dude. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's one guy. I haven't seen the one guy you're talking about. I, I'll I'll give you to you that that one guy is probably on psychedelics. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna have to do this. Maybe multiple guys. I don't know. Uh, I didn't mean to rain on your parade. I'm just saying I I would be I'd be losing it. I'm just gonna go like on a quick Twitter. We're gonna find this. We're gonna find this man. We're gonna get him on the pod. Uh, Sir, were you on? Illegal substances. I saw a tweet that was like the father and it was like sons and four guy and the son. It was like that like chubby kid who took off his clothes and was just like shaking his belly. And then the Holy Spirit was the guy like doing <laughs> this guy. So let's just see. Let's see, let's see the shot. <laughs> OK, yeah, that guy for sure. I've seen the clip now and um, I like his man. I like his look. I like his look too. I like the guy. Yeah. I'm not anti this guy, like maybe being on drugs, but let's get him on the pod. I think we've just got to do some investigative journalism here. I think I, I honestly think this is a gettable interview for us. <laughs> I mean that and probably the sons and four guy. Yeah. The guy who like beat the shit out of, out of another man. And uh, like, yeah. I don't know if I can, I, I'm still out on sons and four guy. If I can support his antics. <laughs> Well, if you're not going to support ayahuasca guy, you can't support, I guess you can't support the Suns and Four guy. But all I'm saying is that these Phoenix Suns fans are, again, a little wild out here. Check the comments on that tweet. Does anyone, like, tag the guy? Do they know who it is? No, nah, I've closed it, but I'll, I'll get back to it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. Uh, another thing is that was announced was that, and these are all Suns things because clearly the Suns are going to win this series. It feels like it's, you know, it We're feels getting, like, it, you know, every year it feels like it's one team's year. Yeah. It feels like it's the Suns year. We're getting the storyline that like Cam Johnson, who plays for the Suns, is getting his master's degree currently in sports administration. Yeah, I love this. You texted me this during game one or game two, game yeah. one, and uh, made waves in our house. Yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's a good basketball player. And also he's just like getting like his uh, degree out there. Pursuing further education. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I read somewhere that his grandma was getting on his case about like, you need to finish this thing. And he was kind of like, I'm in the finals. So it's not just getting his bachelor's degrees, like getting a master's. Yeah. Grad school. Yeah. That's dedication. It is dedication. And it's I don't even think it's like in like in the university in Arizona or anything. It's just somewhere else. Cool. Um, so good on Cam Johnson. I like the story about that guy. He doesn't seem like he misses any shots that he takes. Yeah. I want to get his, uh, I want to read, get my hands on his thesis. Um, again, I don't want to be negative, but sports administration. What is that? Is that like front office stuff or is that like, Oh, maybe So sounds kind of boring. I mean, sounds like it's something. I don't know. He's going to be very successful in life yeah. after this. And he's going to be like an NBA champion. He's probably going to sure. like just be like a front office he dude. He could be a GM coach. Probably for this team. He could. I'm sure if like they're just like holding a position for him at some point. Yeah. Well, Cam Johnson. Now I feel like. The path is there for him. Yeah. It's a, it's a good man. Looks like last year's Duncan Robinson on the um, Miami Heat was, had like a journalism degree. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Now, now he hosts a podcast like on JJ Reddick's like. Podcast network or something. Don't plug his podcast. Okay. Cut it out. Yeah. We can't uh, have anybody listen to any, any basketball podcast that isn't ours. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't listen to it. I'm um, just kidding. I'm a very uh, strong supporter of the basketball podcast community. If you're a basketball basketball podcaster listening to this, mm-hmm. Bill Simmons, for example, let's do a little uh, exchange program. You come on our podcast and we'll come on yours. Is Bill Simmons the guy who can't shoot free throws? No, that's Ben Simmons. Oh, I don't know Ben Simmons. I don't know. I don't know Bill Simmons then. <laughs> he's, a, he's a little indie podcaster. Oh, oh, I see. The Grantland guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just getting a start. I think he's like, we'll see how it goes. I don't I don't see things going too well for him and making too much money out of this. <laughs> I wish him luck. I wish him luck, too. He's like, he's still getting his, his, his footing, you know? Yeah. It takes a while in the podcast space. Um... Have you seen this other stuff about De- the you've seen this Chris Paul's secret stuff? Yes. And Devin Booker had his book juice kind of thing. Like it just had a book on it. Nice. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Again, nothing's happening in Milwaukee. <laughs> Nothing's going on. There's no personality over there besides Giannis just shouting at his teammates to like hustle more. But yeah, I liked that. I liked him like in that timeout and just being like slapping the chair. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like all the fun's happening with, um, actually, you know what, you know what, is this like a, is this a Space Jam ad? The Secret Stuff stuff? Yes. I don't know. Chris Paul's not in it, right? No, but they're best friends. I always forget that. You think they're really best friends? You think it's more of a one-way friendship for Chris Paul? No. Okay. LeBron's tweeting every night, uh, two more or like one more or three more for Chris Paul. I'm happy for them. I think they're like BFFs. Why isn't Chris Paul in the movie then? We're just going to have to ask Chris Paul and LeBron James to sit down, sit down, talk with them. Get them on the, the, the dinner with pop exclusive. The truth. <laughs> Definitely buy new microphones if we get them. <laughs> they can put, they can provide their own microphones. All right. You think LeBron will start a podcast after his playing days are over? Maybe I could see him doing it if he's interested. LeBron James, he can do whatever he wants after his playing days are over. Sure. Uh, if he wants to. Sure. I mean, like, I feel like he owns I feel the, like if he. Sorry. He owns a part of the Red Sox. Yeah. And uh, Manchester United, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. It might be a different soccer team, but some English Premier League team. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like if he had retired like this past year, not that he will or needed to or anything, Mm -hmm. he would have a podcast by now. Like, I mean, the Obamas each have their own podcast. Everyone's getting podcast like celebrity podcasting is exploding because Spotify is dumping money into it. This isn't exciting or good content, but... If he had retired this past year or, you know, previously, he would have a podcast now. I guess he has that with like the the shop or whatever. Like is that a, a podcast? No, it's not a podcast, but it's a show on HBO. Yeah, it is kind of podcast. So he, probably, he probably has like the same. It's probably the same type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, LeBron will already already have had that done. Um, and the last thing I just want to ask you about is if you know about Deer District. I know about Deer District because they're showing it. On TV, they'll just cut to like these people bathed in green light, just looking sad. (laughs) Yeah. Just like standing perfectly still looking at some big monitors. Uh, How do you think? Because this originated with like Jurassic Park. Right. Like the Toronto Raptors, just like outside area stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw that you can like pay $10 to go to Deer District during like the games that they're not playing in town. But I, I don't know. It might be free for deer for like just to be in the deer district. Like, oh, I mean, home game. like if you oh for the home games. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I think you can just like wait outside there. But they just have like a, so many fans out there just like still like partying. Looks like looks like fun. I mean, it'd be more fun if they're winning. Yeah. It would have been a real super spreader event maybe like a few months ago. Might be one now. Whoa. We got variants <laughs> now. That's true. 
I'll just go to Deer District in like the off season. Just hang out there, you and me. <laughs> hey, who wants to go hang out at the Deer District? <laughs> Did you want to go party at the Deer District? <laughs> or just like drinking beers <laughs> outside in Milwaukee? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, the Deer District. Dude. Um, hook them. <laughs> hook them. Hook them bucks. Um, yeah, do you want to take a break? Please. I'd love to. And we're back. How you feeling? Good. Cool. Uh, so we got a friend in town, Dev Wynn. I thought we'd chat with him for a little bit about, uh, you know, whatever. Basketball, the finals. Huge Giannis, Giannis fan. Yeah, big Giannis head. Um, yeah, let's cut to that. Dev, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're you're very welcome. Um, yeah, we're having you on as because uh, you're in town, you happen to be around, and you're big Giannis head. Uh, but don't call me uh, Giannis head. <laughs> Sorry, it's too late. I already did. <laughs> You got a you got an Andy Milanakis reference in from this guy. <laughs> Twenty the, seconds in, always a, always happy to have an Andy Milanakis reference on the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. Isaac, do you have questions? Yeah, you, are you, you're rooting for the for the Bucks? Yes, I'm rooting for the Bucks. I I want to believe, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's looking a little grim. <laughs> yeah, uh, what got you on this like Giannis like train? Like, what what do you think inspired? Like, what what did you when did you become like a Giannis fan? Yeah, um, it's <laughs> it's pretty funny. Well, I don't know, I don't know if it's actually funny. Anyway, we'll judge if it's funny or not. <laughs> okay, yeah, we were doing the fantasy um, and fantasy basketball league. Yeah, and Giannis was my first pick. Mm-hmm. And he carried me to the fantasy championship. So, oh, you won the championship. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, was, I was very jealous <laughs> and pissed off, actually, that you won. Yeah. So Giannis has a very special place in my heart. Can you tell us what the team name was, your <laughs> fantasy team? Yeah, it was my big, fat Greek freak. That's what it was. <laughs> nice. Which I think is an amazing name. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Michael. Hello. Uh have you seen my big fat Greek wedding? I've not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. I I guess I should watch it since my fantasy league team was named after it. And it won you money. Yeah. I I don't even remember how much money. <laughs> I think like I set it up and like everyone just Venmoed me money and then like I never had to give anybody their money back or whatever. Yeah. Damn, embezzling. <laughs> it's pretty good, honestly. Good good scheme, good grift. Yeah, it was actually a, a scam all along. Was that that was a while ago. Was that like Giannis's like first season or something? No. Man, no, was, no, no, no. It was like it was back in twenty eighteen, right? Yeah. It was like, wasn't the 2017, 2018 season? Yeah. yeah. So I think he was like, he was already really good, but like he was like actually getting better. So yeah, this was like right before his like MVP seasons. Yeah. And so he was getting like just better as a player. And then you, you drafted him first, which is kind of like amazing that now he's in the finals. Do you think you predicted, uh, you could predict that Giannis was going to be a superstar at this point? I'm I'm so bad at like predictions. I really just like read what other people have to say and then just go off of that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't want to say like I predicted anything. I I I will say you did. Okay. I think you're Dev Stradamus. Oh, thank you. I chose Kevin Durant during that. That was my first draft pick during that uh, mock draft, and 
He's not in the finals. <laughs> yeah, now now look at him. He's kind of like a bum. He's getting he's losing to Team Nigeria right now. <laughs> I cannot even remember who I chose in that draft. I think that was like pre my like paying attention. I was like, this guy's number one on the board yeah. at my turn. Yeah, I think you like uh, drafted Dikembe Mutombo. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I was just like, I've heard of him. Yeah. I think it was Bismack Biombo or something. No, I that wasn't my first choice, but I did did name my team after him. Yeah, I to infinity and Biombo. Oh, pretty nice. good name. That was a good name. Thank Man, you. I I really am trying to remember who you picked, but I don't know. I, it's probably in the archive somewhere. Yeah, uh, just because you all said your team names, my team name was Team Dunkirk, and it was because I we had just watched I just seen Dunkirk, and it was Tim Duncan. Oh, uh, so, that's fun. Your your picture was oh okay it was just the Tim Duncan yeah it was just uh, Tim Duncan okay uh yeah who do you think is gonna win Finals MVP <laughs> well if the Bucks win then it's gonna be Giannis yeah but they're not gonna win probably okay well, he still has hope let him I, hope I only live in one reality where uh, the Bucks okay win. yeah <laughs> no I'm just kidding um if the Suns do somehow win then I'm I'm gonna say Devin Booker because he's killing it. Hell yeah. Are you biased because he's another dev? Oh, I don't even, <laughs> even think about that. Dev and Devin. <laughs> Is there uh, a conspiracy here? Michael. It could be. Maybe he's my next uh, first round draft pick. <laughs> yeah. Should we start calling you Booker from now on after this or? Uh, yeah. If the Suns win, then uh, I'm, I'm hopping on this Devin Booker train. <laughs> and you can call me, uh, you can call me Booker. Yeah. Uh, book it. Book it. Now book it. All right. Thanks for being here, Dev. Thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was great. That was great. Great to hear from him. Great to talk to him. Um, I really like when he said that thing about yeah, it was great. that one player. It was really cool to get his insights <laughs> on. Um, you know, you, you remember what he said. It was epic. It was truly epic. <laughs> truly epic, the interview that we've already recorded. <laughs> um. I hope people know that. Uh, I wonder if this is fun for anyone else. No, I, I, I don't know if it is. But I, I hope people. I hope people like just us. Not really. It's the wild west right now. I don't. It, I, I really do this not. This is a lawless land. I really do not care what's coming out of the. This is a product that we work. We put a lot of time and effort into, and yeah. then also simultaneously, no time and effort into. <laughs> um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go corporate one day. One day, and yeah, one day we won't have bit. all these like rough edges, so everyone should just embrace this them. This is what I'm saying. We're going to, Spotify's going to roll up the truck with billions inside. We're going to get that Joe Rogan money. Um, but less problematic. Sure. Uh, with that being said, let's go to the wine cellar. Absolutely, let's go to the wine cellar. And for uh, for the new listeners that we have here. Yes. We like to go to the. We have to take a blast. <laughs> I really. I need like a script, or I need like something. I always to, do like, the intro segues, but I like yeah. doing your. Um, <laughs> and your that's take why I, on I don't it. do them because I just cannot like ever. We just learn. We learn about the history of basketball, and you know, you I'm know, sure you yeah, can yeah. Uh, just do it better than me next time. But vintage NBA. I'm never gonna stop trying. A though. premium vintage, the wine cellar. <laughs> uh, okay, what do you yeah. think, Pop? All right. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to give you like a brief history of the NBA finals. And it's um, I apologize to anybody if this is boring, but I thought it was really interesting because I know people don't know this shit. 
I mean, I don't know. I know people don't know about the BAA and the NBL. So let me just start from the beginning. Okay. 1946. Woo. TV's not going on. No. Basketball is not even televised, probably. World War II recently <laughs> over, I think. But there's basketball. It's only white guys playing. <laughs> there's only white guys playing in the NBA. The, or the, it was the Basketball Association of America in 1946. Is that because segregation or is that because... Um, you know, if I was a better podcast host, I would have done more research about why that is. Yeah. But they started drafting. Probably some fucked up shit. Sure. Like whether it's societal or whether it's like written in the rule book. Yeah. Um, but so at that time, the BAA, bah. Mm-hmm. Basketball as, as it was known. Yeah. Everyone's um, like, did you catch that bad game? The first NBA, the first BAA finals mm-hmm. was between the Philadelphia Warriors against the Chicago Stags. Wild. What do you think of these names? I mean, Warriors oh, packed yeah, up and so. moved to California at some point. Yeah. I assume. And the Stags are the Bucks now, probably, or something. Whoa. I didn't even make that connection. I don't know. Maybe they're just defunct. Uh, but they beat them 4-1. Um, at this point, white guy named... John Folks averaged 23.2 points and the games averaged about 70 to 80, 80 points a game. Okay. So it was very much like, I was like that up until like <laughs> last like, year, up until like Michael Jordan retired. <laughs> probably. That was like a regular score up until like two weeks ago when <laughs> Steve Kerr and Steph Curry were yeah. like, you guys know about the three point line, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because like this, like the NBA, like history says that like the scoring, like just like boomed like after this, but it was like, you, we still had games like in the 87s, like still like in the nineties, like we're still playing games like that. Just like, a couple weeks ago we had the Clippers. last night the um the exhibition game between usa and nigeria oh yeah was also like, yeah um have they really advanced the game i don't know daryl Morey just woke up one morning and was like wait a minute the three-point line yeah people know math now uh but this warriors team the players pocketed two thousand dollars each for winning this Congrats, thing. So guys. they just got they just got two thousand dollars. Now LeBron That's James sick. is making like thirty two million like or Yeah, uh, what is the do you know what the finals do they get is there a payout for the finals winners? I'm sure. Yeah. Um I don't know what it is though. So I guess I could have done research on that. That's but all right. Maybe next year. I mean we can still look it up while we're on the pod. Um, I'm good. I'll look it up right now. Yeah, look it up. Uh, I'll continue, though. Mm-hmm. But the BAA and the National Basketball League, the NBL, uh, this happened in 1948 and 1949 season. Um, the Minneapolis Lakers defeated the Washington Capitals 4-2. And during this time, the NBL, which was assumed or thought to have better NBA or basketball players, merged with the uh, with the BAA. And so now um, during this time, we're introduced to George Mikan. A name that you probably remember. Yeah, we yeah. Did like a, we did like a, we did something on him at one point, like in a test episode. Maybe. I think it was a test episode. He is like just like one of the centers that kind of like brought in like the big man game to the basketball world, and he averaged 20, 28 points, twenty eight points per game, um, and he kind of like revolutionized like the big man game. Did we talk about this in the Jokic episode? Was we were talking about big boys. I don't remember, honestly. I think it might have been uh, that uh, a dark episode. Yeah. Uh, and this also led for the first dynasty, the first dynasty, um, which is like the Minneapolis Lakers. Damn. That uh, Lakers fans now want to claim because they're all from they, Minneapolis. They do Did claim you know? those, right? Yeah. Wild. Did you know that all Lakers fans have spent time in Minneapolis? And That's so wild. now they claim these championships. Well, that how it worked. Like you have to. I don't know. Well, it's like the Thunder and like the 
Supersonics, I guess. Yeah, you can't be a real Thunder fan unless you, the fan, followed the team from Seattle and moved to Oklahoma City with them. I mean, you know, I don't want to get into it. You but... got like gold status or something. <laughs> yeah. Here at the games. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then 1949, 1950, the NBA, these two, and the a, the BAA and the NBL merged. So they just created the NBA, National Basketball Association. Better name. Yeah, because everything else I could not get my head around, ABA and NBL. So this is the 1949 and 1950. During this finals, the Minneapolis Lakers defeated the Syracuse Nationals. Wow. It's like a real baseball team name. Yeah, well, it is. A, I think they moved to Washington and became a baseball team. Whoa. Is that true? <laughs> I think that's how that happened. <laughs> it's like, I don't think y'all are that good at basketball from this last championship run. So maybe we should just play baseball or something. Around 2000. You guys want to hang out until like 2005 and then became <laughs> become a baseball team. And then you win a championship later. And then Bryce Harper's there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So then the Lakers defeated. Um, Wait, was Bryce Harper there for their champion? Anyway. No. Okay. He was not. He, I think he left that year. All right. Cool. It was against the Astros, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Lakers defeated the Capitals 4-2. to two. Uh, So during this time, the Lakers beat the Syracuse Nationals 4-2. to two. And so the six NBL, te- NBL teams were absorbed by the BAA, creating the NBA. Mm-hmm. And the league was separated into three divisions. So it was like Eastern, Western, and Central. And so this was kind of confusing. Oh, I remember this. We did an episode about the playoffs. Oh, did we? Yeah, that was like the test episode. Yeah. And it was about to be our first episode, but I think it just something uh-huh. about it. We weren't feeling ready or something. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yes. Do you, have back, some, do you have background on this? I just remember there was being some like weird buy format where it's like if you had the best yes. record, you went straight to the second round. And then, yeah, like, yeah. This, yeah, they, this was convoluted because they had the buy stuff and then like series were best of three series and then they became best of five series and then they became best of seven at the end of the thing. But for this part, for during this thing, the central and western divisions had to play more series against each other's while the east only had like their one individual series so like they had to compete between central and western and so like the easterns kind of like, just kind of like hung out wow. like around and so they were kind of like this is a little convoluted yeah and um yeah so in the following year the, the leagues were separated into two divisions with, between west and east yes which is what we have now thank you thank you for doing that but yeah. um thank yeah. you for making it make sense i i'm sure I mean, that sounds like super like, could you imagine there's like a central division now? And it's just like, <laughs> who's playing in that? Oklahoma. That's it. It's just Oklahoma and New Orleans playing against each other forever <laughs> until until into obscurity. Um, they can have the Mavericks, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hate Dallas. <laughs> No, no H-E-B's there. Take that. Uh, okay, so now we're getting into like more like 1968-1969 um, season. Mm-hmm. And the Boston Celtics defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 4-3. Yeah, these are, this is a Game 7 series here. Uh, the Celtics win their 11th title in 13 seasons. You Truly imagine dominant. This? That's no. absurd. Like, the people complained about the, like, four or five years when the Warriors, the Warriors. were dominating. Yeah. And everyone's like, I'm so sick of the Warriors. Can you imagine if it was 11, 12 years? Of the same, they'd be like, oh, the Celtics. I don't know. Um, I'm sure Celtics fans were like, yeah, I'm so happy. Yeah, I mean, that sounds right like now. a real like Boston mentality. Apologize. The, uh, all apologies to uh, the Boston contingent, <laughs> but like the Boston mentality of like expecting championships every year. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's happens with the Lakers too, with like they have a dynasty every like 
five years, it seems like, or something. Yeah, like the, that. Those, the Lakers and the Celtics both seem like they their fan bases are like, why aren't we winning? Like yes. we should have, like this should be ours. And so I'm sure they're both tuning into the the Suns versus the Bucks series right now. And just furious. <laughs> or just like, man, we could have, we could have beaten this thing. Or just watching Euros instead, the reruns. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 1968, 1969, uh, the first finals MVP is awarded to Jerry West. And this is also fun because this is the only time the MVP has been awarded to a losing team. Mm-hmm. So now we don't do that. And so, but it's like. Jerry West, he's the guy who's the, who's the NBA logo, right? He's the logo, yeah. Like not officially, but he is. Yeah. Like they won't say it's him. Yeah, they won't say that it's him. Because they don't want to give him any money. Is that what it is? I, mean, I think so. Well. But it's him. And I think <laughs> yeah. he's like, yeah, it's me and I'm fine. Yeah. And then these are like, why don't you change the logo? It's like. It's so even wanted me. them to change it to Kobe. Yeah. I don't get it. I I don't either. I don't think we should get into it. No, just, I think Kobe to, stands are like a different no, beast. But I don't want to touch it. But I don't think they. I don't think they should change the logo. Yeah. Um, unless it's going to be to my goat, Tim Duncan. <laughs> it's just like it's him <laughs> hugging the basketball. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you want from the silhouette. Not very pose. distinguishable. They're like, what is he holding? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just looks like um, it's just like a man like kind of hugging. Yeah, so then uh, the Celtics win, and so Bill Russell, who was like the GOAT Celtic, retires. Mm-hmm. And so I'm moving on like a couple, like a few years, decade. The Boston Celtics defeat the Los Angeles Lakers in the 1983-1984 finals in a best-of-seven series. Um, they went seven games. And this was the first time during this season that, that they introduced the eight teams per conference in the playoffs. Before we were doing with with like all that other just like really convoluted like some some teams get a bye and sometimes yes and then there was like best of five series your coach was born on a Tuesday then yeah I think so Um, I was gonna add to that but I'm 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 reporting numbers right yeah you're doing the real stuff I'm just trying to add color (laughs) I appreciate it Um, so yeah there's eight teams per conference in the playoffs and this is the first time that a team needs to win four series to to win the championship. So now there's it's a like, long road. Yeah. And so like now it's like it seems really long. Like players. It are does seem like the like, NBA playoffs seem like it's like I mean, it's not, but it feels like it's like half the season is the playoffs. It kind of is because it's like when, when's the last time we heard from Jimmy Butler, who was swept in the first round? Yeah. He hasn't been playing basketball for forever. Is he on the national team? No. No. Oh. But some players like they were on the national team, like. Like, it seems like even Kevin Durant, who had just lost the last series, was like not playing basketball for weeks now. Right. It seems like forever. The playoffs is a really long time for basketball. And it's, it's a fun uh, time. Yeah, it's a really fun time, but it's like two whole months of just like this stuff going on. And it's, uh, it can be really a grind, but like it seems like the Phoenix Suns team, just to go back to them, it's just like they're kind of just like rolling with it. Yeah. They're like, I think they're on psychedelics or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, Your new conspiracy is just that everyone's <laughs> on psychedelics. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, then also, uh, former commissioner Larry O'Brien retires as commissioner, and so they named the title to honor him. The Larry O'B. The Larry O'B trophy, um, which I had no idea of. And after that. Who, who was saying, is it Kawhi who said Larry O'B? I don't remember. It's very possible that he said it. He said L-O-B, Larry yeah. O'B. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but David Stern took over after this. David Stern. Yeah. Great guy. And now Adam Silver. Um, I guess they just all make David Stern. I don't think he was actually a great guy. Yeah, I think I think when he died, people were like, 
we can see how we change the game. Yeah. Because also, like, the NBA at that time, because we learned from, like, the last dance and, like, just, like, history now is, like, everyone's, like, smoking cigarettes, like, during, like, the season. Like, it was kind of, like, ballroom brawls and, like, bar fights and shit like that. Malice at the Palace. And, like, David Stern was like, we got to clean this up. Yeah. And so he, like, revolutionized. Well, he did, like, the dress code for players and stuff. Oh, yeah. He pissed a lot of people off. Which is, like, I think not a great thing especially for the way it affected the black players in the league like yeah. predominantly targeted them yeah um so i think that's where i'm saying he's not a great guy but i do think he like grew the game of basketball like oh, yeah. undoubtedly yeah he didn't let alan iverson just wear his braids and have his tattoos and stuff right uh but not everyone looks like alan iverson mm-hmm. so, so who actually won us Damn, true. <laughs> um, yeah, so then that happens. And then now this last thing I want to talk about was the Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Orlando Magic 4-1 to in 2008-2009. I bring this up because the finals MVP was renamed to the Bill Russell NBA. It's actually the Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP Award. It's a, which is a mouthful. It's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you call it besides that. And the first recipient of this is Kobe Bryant. All right. And so now we have the origins of like how we got to this, where the names came from for this thing, because I didn't know any of this stuff, really. I didn't know that the Bill Russell was just renamed to this championship like a decade ago or something. Yeah. Um, Feels pretty recent. Yeah, that's 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 a good good little recap of the history of the finals. Thank you. Thank you for that. I also while you were uh, going through that, I did look it up in the way the payout money works now is like it comes from a pool mm-hmm. of like from uh ticket like prices i think mm. for the finals or for all the playoffs and uh you get like teams get percentage pl- uh payouts from that pool for however long they're in the playoffs mm. so if you're in the finals you get the most yeah but uh you also get money if you're you know if you win the finals or if you are in the conference finals etc uh, winner gets like uh, all you can eat at Cheesecake Factory too, right? Mm-hmm. For a lifetime <laughs> okay. award, and then they also go to Disney World. So, what if like the NBA was just like NBA Finals sponsored by YouTube TV and the Cheesecake Factory, <laughs> Cheesecake Factory, where you can get everything you want for the price of a cheesecake? <laughs> like, get me sponsor me Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, sponsor not the podcast. Sponsor Isaac specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I introduce you, I'm like, I'm Rudolph Connor. This is my co-host Isaac Benavides, and you're like, thank you. Um, yeah. I'd like to thank the Cheesecake Factory for allowing yeah. me to be here. First and foremost, Cheesecake Factory, thank you so much. AutoZone, I just have all these random like. <laughs> I'm Rudolph Connor, and this is my co-host Isaac Cheesecake <laughs> Benavides. <laughs> now let's get into the zone. Um, cool. You want to take a break? Yeah. All right. And we're back. Welcome back. I'm here with Isaac Benavidez. We're here talking about the NBA Finals. Isaac, you host the podcast in our pop. <laughs> mm. In your expert opinion, who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? Mm. Very complicated question. Mm. A lot of factors at hand. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make a crazy pick hmm. out of fear hmm, 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 hmm. of backlash. Mm-hmm. 
and it sounds stupid. Mm -hmm. So my answer Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. subscribe to Dinner with Pop for $10.99 to get the full answer. Thank you. This has been The Daily. I'm Michael Barbaro. How dare you? (laughs) I listen listen to The Daily every day. I'm Michael Barbaro. It is Tuesday, July 12th. Um, That's my Michael Barbaro. Uh, Michael, if you're if you're listening, we'll, we'll come on The Daily. You can come on your podcast. Come on our podcast. Promote your little podcast. Um, I think we can help you out. I think our podcast is, a, is more serious than the daily. Is. I think so too. I think we do more serious reporting. I think that's true. And I think it's it's keeping more people informed than the daily does. You know, I, did, I didn't want to say that, but I, also, I agree. Better uh, podcast art. I mean, that is objectively true. That we knew. All right, uh, weird bit. Um, <laughs> now we're gonna have dessert. This is a podcast. I like my art. Oh, I, I genuinely do like your art. <laughs> I, was, I was saying weird bit that I started being Michael Barbaro yeah. after the after the after the break. That's oh, almost an ad break. We don't have ads. And we're back. And we're back. This is the real. We're back. All that stuff you heard before was fake. Um, now we're doing dessert. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about the future of the NBA. At the end of the meal, we have a, we have some fun times and we hypothesize about things that probably won't happen. But who knows? They could. Maybe. If I if I would explained this um, section, I would have jumbled it all over the place and I would have never said anything with any substance and just been like, this is the part where like we just kind of mess around and there's kind of like that, like uh, me not saying anything. It's just, thing. it's just, uh, I've just had practice. I always end with that. Maybe. Yeah. Part, which I think is fun. Um, so yeah, we're just doing finals. We're a little doing peek behind the curtain. Yeah. So we're talking about the, sorry, I interrupted you. Talking about the finals. Yeah. We're just going to figure out how to fix the finals, right? Yeah. I think the finals, they've changed a lot. And I think, Let's propose some future changes for the ways that they could like continue to grow and I think be a more fair and equitable, um, you know, way to name the champion of the NBA season. So you had a proposal here, you know. Yeah. And so I'm just going to add to that proposal. And so my original thought was we just make it like an NBA Super Bowl type of event. Right. But here's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. Let's say there is a closeout game for. Um, just like right now, it's two zero right now, Suns. Um, let's say they get to three and zero for the fourth game. Assuming that's going to be a sweep, we should have a Super Bowl level type of halftime show. Okay. To really like wrap up the season, make the event as large as possible, and if they don't win. Then there's another halftime show. We do show. another halftime show. I love show. this. So every potential, yes. every time there's a potential to close it out. From game four on, we get a halftime show. And does it start with like game four is like Olivia Rodrigo or something? Or sure. she's like, her album is great. Mm-hmm. It's a hit. But like, I think her star is still rising. Yeah. And then game five is like Taylor Swift. Or maybe I'm jumping too. Yeah, too far. He might have have jumped a little bit too far. But like the star wattage grows. Yes. And then like game seven seven, is like 
it's like we <laughs> reunite the Beatles. Like we, we okay, resurrect yeah. like John. Yeah. And, and then George we have the, and the Tupac hologram. Yeah. And yeah. it's a Beatles Tupac collab. Yeah. I think that that makes sense to me. And I think having that like event where I think would like because it's like the NBA finals, like it's really my thing is, is that it always ends on like it always ends on like on like a Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. Or like the Super Bowl is like Super Bowl Sunday and then like all these other things, I guess. I do like that. Maybe. Yeah. Here's the thing. If it's on a Tuesday or whatever, everyone gets the day off work. National holiday. Sure. Because when we then there's a series, everyone's rooting for it to go to seven because we get these bigger and bigger concerts. Yeah. And we also have several national holidays which would really fuck up the economy i think <laughs> just like <laughs> markets would be in the toilets but that's fine everyone's just having a ball we're all eating, eating wings and nachos just like i think like, oh so we're just having parties throughout the week then probably. yes because i, like, I want sense, a super bowl yeah. party vibe yeah to go along with this yeah and it's it's tough to do that on a wednesday but yeah if we get the but day that's off. what i'm saying we need yeah. a day off so i can like eat too much food Get a little drunk and right. and watch the game. We're gonna have these halftime events like the weekend, like putting in like forty million of his own money just to like make these things happen. It's yeah. like Taylor Swift, uh, can you like chip in like eighty thousand million for this thing? Eighty thousand million. <laughs> and she's like, yes. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good for it. <laughs> uh, I got the Apple Music money. And I think it would really like elevate the uh, moment. I think so too. You know, uh, two chains would love to perform at it. Yeah. I mean, if it was like a Atlanta game, a finals game, I was like, "Why do you bring up him in particular?" But it was like an Atlanta like game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any Milwaukee artists. Do you know yeah. any Phoenix artists? Um, uh, I do. Hold on. Um, who's from there? Uh, give me a second. Give me a second. Opening Spotify. While you're doing that, could you imagine the Atlanta Finals halftime show with Two Chains, Migos? Um, the three amigos, Shit. Amiga's dinner plate, um, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> keep keep going, <laughs> and uh, you can do it. Uh, uh, I I have nothing. I mean, I I really exhausted myself. Um, I'm finding it. Hold on, I know who's from there. It is. Uh, it is. This is from Milwaukee or Phoenix. Injury reserve is from Phoenix. I'm glad we got there. I don't even know who that I'm is. Cut all of that out. I'm like a rap group. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. You're gonna cut out my uh, Smeagol. No, I'll leave that in. Thank you. <laughs> just took all the air out of the podcast. Just like I'm gonna take 30 minutes to look for this song. Um, okay, how else do we? I love this idea. Mm-hmm. I think. We take this Adam Silver, we'll, we'll immediately get billions just dropped on our plate because it'll make the NBA trillions. They love making money. And I think we'll make a ton off Jay-Z of Jay-Z is like the, he's the one who kind of like is in charge of like getting all the talent and like music artists for like Super Bowl halftime shows and stuff. And like part owner of the Nets. Or did he sell his part owner? I think he did. Oh, okay. But you and I could be like the Jay-Z of the NBA, like. <laughs> just call cold calling Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, but we're back. Re- resurrecting the Beatles. We're back by the NBA though, so it's like we're good for it. Paul, we're gonna bring back to life John Lennon. I call him McCartney, actually. Okay. McCartney. Um 
I've got a proposal for how to change the NBA finals that I think would make things objectively worse. Mm -hmm. But as usual, I want you to hear me out. Um, Just watch the Euros final. England, Italy. It went to penalty kicks. Mm -hmm. What if if NBA games ended a tie, they do two overtimes and then it's a three point shootout. And that decides who wins. It's just a three point shootout. Yes. Who's shooting the three pointers? Everybody. Yeah, everybody. The starting five. Your starting five has to shoot three pointers. Are they all shooting at the same hoop or are they at the opposite hoops? Yeah, I think they take turns shooting on the same hoop. Okay. And maybe it's like three point contest rules or something. I haven't thought this really through at all. No, actually, I'm just trying to think what's the NBA version of penalty kicks. I guess it's free throws. Well, I think I think the three point line. Just okay. Hear me out. Now. Yeah, you're at the three point line. You have your starting five. Uh huh. Everyone like the penalty kicks takes a turn. Yeah. And but they can choose the spot of like the spot of their choosing that like, they can be wherever like they feel most comfortable at. Right. And so now you have like Brooke Lopez out here who's like good at shooting threes versus DeAndre Ayton who's not a three point shooter. And then what do you think? I love it. That's what I'm saying. High drama. Uh, I was less into the idea, but now I think like getting the logistics down and making sure that like it's like very comparable. Like I think it would change team construction. Honestly, if 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 for some reason this actually became a rule, everyone would hate it. It would be terrible. <laughs> this, this rule be objectively bad. I don't think it would go past the season. No, but like if it's like say it is like the people who start the game mm-hmm. have to Ooh. have to do three pointers. Then you'd start all your best three point shooters, and then you could. Sub sub them like after a minute or something, but it would change lineup construction where like your starters would be engineered for this like weird just in case scenario of yeah. having to shoot three pointers. Also, this is hilarious because just reading like the conversation around penalty kicks is people do not like the penalty. no penalty people do not this like I said this makes things objectively worse like yeah. but I'm just like what's the NBA equivalent yeah. Free throws, I think, would be good. Free throws is the penalty equivalent. I mean, but I just thought three-pointers are more fun. I think three-pointers is more more fun because you get to choose position based off our my rules. Yeah, and free throws are kind of boring. But I yeah. guess they like penalty kicks. They would be heightened you don't want by to. the stakes. Um, uh, Suns fans would have a ball just yelling at Giannis to count the countdown. For sure. And he'd probably miss it. Yeah. We'd uh-huh. see people cry. People cry for sure. Not enough crying in the NBA, I don't think. No. I want to see some real devastation. A lot of crying in soccer. Yeah. Especially these big tournaments. It's sad. It is sad. But how do we make uh, how do we make the NBA sadder and yeah, worse? I think that's it. <laughs> worse as a as a product on the court and worse for fans and worse for the people who play the game. Okay, so then we we include this new free throw thing or the three-point line penalty kick free throw or three-point penalty thing. And then we also get rid of my halftime show idea. And that's how we make it. Yeah, the halftime show would make things better. So yes. maybe it's, it's too good for this world. Yeah, so we just kind of have that. And Scott Foster is the ref for all of these things. <laughs> no, but I really do want this concert thing. I think that's like, that's actually a good idea. The national holidays, that's ridiculous. But uh, not that ridiculous because I think in Texas, like where I'm from, uh, I think they make the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday a holiday. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Because nobody, because every teacher was just like, I'm a sub. I'm, I'm going to call in a sub because I got too drunk last night. So now now teachers just don't go to work on that following Monday. I don't think. Damn. That's Texas for you. <laughs> That's serious. I don't think I had that. 
Yeah. Well, At least I wasn't aware of it. Maybe as a kid, like, I was like, why Why in early February all my teachers take a Monday off? Uh, I'm sure my dad, who's a teacher, will let me know if this is true or not. But <laughs> just making it up. <laughs> no, I think I think I think he does get it off. Uh, dad, let me know. Is it one of those like, what do they call it? Like teacher development days or something? I think they get like a free day yeah. that they can kind of just like put wherever. Yeah. And they just ended up just putting it right next to the Super Bowl Sunday, Monday. That's so fun. Uh, but yeah, I think we both fixed and broke NBA finals. That's all year. we're trying to do with the, these dessert segments <laughs> is like sometimes we fix things, sometimes we break things. But, you know, we're pushing boundaries. No one asked us to do it, but someone has to. OK. Um, someone has to do it. I didn't want to do it. We don't want to do this. <laughs> but we have to. <laughs> or else who's going to do it? Adam Silver? I don't think so. LeBron James? No. We are the we find the lines, the edges of the NBA. Uh, can I could you imagine if you were like the commissioner, you were wearing a suit and you had to award like a championship trophy to Joel Embiid or something? You're just like a tinier man, <laughs> like a suit on. He's just big is what you're saying. It's just the, the physical presence of it. Or? I think I think the idea of you just like in a suit, just like handing like a trophy to somebody like as the commissioner. But you're clearly just like a guy, just a guy. I think that'd be kind of fun. I think so, too. It is my pleasure to award the 2028 NBA championship trophy, the Larry O'Brien trophy to the Seattle Supersonic <laughs> and Joel Embiid. Wow. As the Bill Russell MVP. That's my, I don't know. Is, is that my Adam Silver impression? I don't know what that is. I don't want, or maybe that's just me. I, I, I think that's your intro to this podcast voice or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, not even that. I don't know. It's some weird voice. Anyway, that was, that's a look into the actual future. Me as commissioner, uh, Joel Embiid on the expansion 70, I mean, Supersonics. You started off with the Sonics hate and you came back to Seattle hate and now you're pro Seattle. That was on the intro that we cut because Michael's barking. Cut this out then. But I did start out with hate and now uh, I love them and I'm happy for their 2028 championship. You got anything else you want to say? Huh? I don't know why that a weird threatening energy. <laughs> you got anything else? Do you? Big guy? Do you want to talk about uh, history of basketball? Any longer, dude? Yeah, sure. I got a couple more things about the finals. No, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Cool. Yeah, I think that about does it. Uh, thanks for listening. Please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Shout out to Baxter Homes, as always, writer of the ESPN article, Michelin Restaurants and Fabulous Wines, inside the secret team dinners that have built the Spurs dynasty. You know what? We should shoot that guy an email. See if we can get him on the pod. We could. I feel like we're that's something we're capable of. Mm-hmm. A lot of aspirations on this episode. Um, you want to take us home? Yes. In the words of Greg Popovich, Kawhi thinks he did it all by himself. JK, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one.